0: Okay, today we're going to talk about the tenses. And I think it's important that you learn the tenses by having a good summary in your head of all of the tenses. Uh, I like to think of the tenses as four aspects in the present, four aspects in the past, and four aspects in the future. Um, What do I mean aspect? I mean simple, continuous, perfect, and perfect continuous. We call these aspects because they can be used in all three tenses. It, it, past has a simple, a continuous, a perfect, and a perfect continuous, and present does, and future does. They all have. These four aspects. And actually, modal verbs have the four aspects. Two plus infinitives have the four aspects. Gerunds and participles can be seen in all four aspects, which is why we call them aspects and not tenses, because they can be used, as you can see, in past, present, future, or even in other grammatical constructions like modal verbs, gerunds, infinitives, participles. Okay, so that's something to note firstly. Now, the difference between simple and continuous is best understood as the difference between something regular and repeated, which, or something that is always true, and something that is happening right at the moment, that's continuous. Continuous is happening right at the moment, it is happening now. And I think four words that are good to remember with continuous is in the middle of. Yet yeah, any time you use a continuous tense doesn't matter if it's present or past or future, it's all it always means in the middle of. If you say I am playing football you are in the middle of a game. If you say I was playing football you were in the middle of a game and if you say I will be playing football you will be in the middle of a game. So continuous always means in the middle of. It's very important. Sometimes it's called unfinished but I prefer to say in the middle of because it places you right in the middle of the action. The continuous tense. Whereas simple is used for every day, every week, every month, usually, sometimes, often, all always these adverbs tell us that we need to use simple because it happens repeatedly simple or it's always true okay so that's the first difference to remember between simple and continuous and I like students to learn right from the beginning about stative verbs or sometimes called state verbs and this is because some verbs guys you can't use in any continuous aspect not Present continuous, not past continuous, not future continuous. Okay, so you want to learn those verbs because they're very useful. They tell you that just, I mean, you never ever use these verbs in any continuous tense, not even perfect continuous. So which verbs do I mean? Well, firstly, have if it means possess. Is a state verb, you yeah, have a stative verb. Um, you cannot say, I am having a car. You cannot say, I am having a house. You cannot say, I am having two brothers and two sisters. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you can't use these stative verbs in continuous tenses. So you have to say, I have a car, I have a house, I have a brother and a sister. But Please don't think that have is always stative because when you use have with a different meaning for example we do say i am having breakfast here have means to eat yeah or if you if you mean have like to drink i am having a cup of coffee That verb is not stative. That verb is very dynamic and you can use it in continuous tense. But have, which means possess, is never ever used in a continuous tense. Okay, so learn these stative verbs right from the beginning. Understand that we never say I am wanting because want is a stative verb. We never say I am needing because need is a stative verb. We never say I am believing, I am knowing, I am understanding. All of these are stative verbs and you should notice that the stative verbs are very often states of mind. To believe, to know, to understand, to recognise, to remember, to forget. They're all states of mind. Sometimes they're performative verbs like promise, yeah, where you perform the action when you say it. When you say I promise you are performing the action and those perform Formative verbs are also stative, they just aren't used in continuous tenses, but you want to learn a list of these and just understand that we never ever use these ones in continuous tenses. Okay. Now, if you want to find a list, you can find a list online very easily. So I'm not going to read out a list in this class, but you can find lists of these verbs in my own lessons on YouTube or online. Okay. So firstly, do learn that difference. Now, if we've, we've just been talking about present simple, present continuous, but we can make exactly the same distinction between past simple and past continuous. Past continuous means you were in the middle of an action, and past simple is for regular, repeated actions. And I'm going to say consecutive actions. This is really important. I want you to see past simple as one thing, then the next thing, then the next thing. That's when we use past simple. Let me give you an example. I woke up. I got out of bed. I dragged a comb across my head. I brushed my teeth. I picked up my keys. I went to work. I had a great day at work. I finished at six o'clock. I went home and then I fell asleep. Notice that every verb there is in past simple. And I use past simple every time to show that this is the next thing. This is the next thing. This is the next thing. Okay. Now, when you when you want to use past continuous, you, you need to use past continuous when you are um, in the middle of the action. And that is very often at the start of your story, because very often at the start of your story, you want to set the scene for the reader. And so you say something like this. You say, it was a beautiful morning uh, at the beginning of July. The birds were singing. The sun was shining. And um, Mrs Jones was preparing breakfast. And it puts the reader right in the middle of all three of those actions, yeah, the reader then is in the middle of a beautiful day, and he can hear the birds singing, he can feel the sun shining on his face, and he can even smell the cooking of Mrs Jones, yeah, and so it puts you right in the middle of the action, that's what past continuous does, and it, it has a lot of similarities to present continuous, and it's because it's still the same aspect. Now let's talk about past tenses a little bit before we go on to present and we're going to talk about past perfect now. So we see that past simple is consecutive, past continuous is in the middle of, past perfect is earlier. Yeah I want you to associate the word earlier with had done, had, had, had gone with past perfect but I want you to immediately ask yourself well Earlier than what? Because earlier is a comparative and it, we need uh, it to be earlier than something for it to make any sense whatsoever. I mean, earlier means nothing on its own. So earlier than what? Well, I'm going to tell you, we mean earlier than past simple or past continuous we mean earlier than the rest of the story. Yeah, if you're telling a story like I just did, with I woke up, I got out of bed, I dragged a comb across my head, I went to work, and then you want to go earlier... For example, and I, when I got to work, I understood that I had forgotten my briefcase. Yeah, had forgotten happened earlier. You forgot it when you left home. And so we need a had forgotten to go earlier than past simple or past continuous. Now, another thing to remember with tenses, another thing that's really useful to learn is or or another another thing is signals signal words yeah if there are signal words that indicate which tense you should use then you must learn these words so with simple tenses we often see the adverbs of frequency always often sometimes never now you don't have to use present simple with these words because never is very often present perfect to be honest um, it, it's uh, they mean it can mean different things in different tenses so if you say i never smoke that means never not not in the future not in the past not in the present i won't smoke i i don't smoke and i haven't smoked but if you say I I have never smoked that just means that in your life until now you haven't had a cigarette so they are different I don't smoke and I have never smoked they're very different one's talking about your whole life I have never smoked and one's talking about a general it's a general statement that applies to both past present and future I don't smoke and I never smoke yeah it just means and it, it, Throughout, it, it means in past, present, and future. It doesn't only refer to all of your life like present perfect does, okay? Um, but let's talk about this perfect tense. Past perfect has some signals. The signals are already, yet, just, ever, never, for, since. Today, this week, this month, this year. And notice that many of these signals signal, they indicate an unfinished period of time. So you need to use the uh, past perfect or present perfect with those signals. Notice that it is past perfect or present perfect. Now, why is this the case? Well, if you're speaking to somebody now and you're using present tenses then those signal words will need they will require a present perfect tense and I'll give you an example in a second but if you're speaking in past tenses then those signal words for since ever never already yet just they require a past perfect tense okay now let me give you an example of what I mean If you're talking to somebody right now um, and you want to say how long you have been married, yeah, something like that, you say, so I met my wife um, three years ago, which means uh, we have been married for two years. Yeah, let's say I met and then we dated for a year. So I met my wife three years ago and we have been married for... Two years. Okay? Notice that here we're with referring to we have been married for two years refers to the current moment. It refers to two years back and it refers to the present moment, which is why it's present perfect. However, if perhaps you're telling a story and you're telling a story about what what you did three weeks ago, and you say, you know, three weeks ago I met my friend and I told him that I had BEEN MARRIED For three years. Now, notice here that had been married refers to that, it refers to three years before that moment when you met, past simple, when you met your friend. So, past perfect has reference, it's earlier than a past moment, yeah, it has reference to a past moment, and it's an unfinished period of time to that past moment, not to the present moment, yeah? And that's why you very often see it in reported speech, yeah? I told him that I had been married for three years. Present perfect is always in reference to the present moment. Yeah, when you say for three years, it means for, from three years ago until now. It doesn't mean from fr- for three years until then in the past. It means until now in the present. So we use present perfect very often in real situations, when you're telling somebody, when you're explaining to somebody how long you have been married, or how long you have lived in this town, or how long you have, I don't know, it could be anything, how long you have known your best friend. Yet it refers to the present moment. And that means that present perfect is far more common Than past perfect. Past perfect you need most often when you tell a narrative, when you tell a story, when you use reported speech, that's when you need past perfect. When you say he told me, he said, that's very often the most the most obvious time, or certainly the most frequent time, when you need past perfect. Present perfect, you need in everyday conversations because very often you want to say that you have already done something or you haven't done something yet. Yeah, maybe you haven't done anything yet. Yeah, so you need it for the very real present situations, present perfect. And for that reason, it's far more common. But please learn those signal words. They're very useful, just like at the moment and right now are signals for continuous tense. And usually people know them Um, already yet just ever, never, for, since. uh, These words are very useful for understanding present perfect. Okay. Now, I haven't mentioned uh, present perfect continuous or past perfect continuous, have I? And this is because these guys are incredibly rare. You want to use this tense only with certain verbs and only when you're trying to stress how long something happened. Now, which verbs do we need for have been doing? Well, they're certainly not stative verbs. That's the first thing to remember. Stative verbs, state verbs can't be used in perfect continuous, just like they can't be used in continuous. So you can't say have been knowing. You can't say have been understanding. So get rid of those verbs. Get rid of them from your mind when you're thinking about have been doing. It's only really, really dynamic verbs that need this tense, like wait, live, work, drive, run, go... Um, these are the words that you usually see with have been yeah I have been living here for three years I have been working here for 10 years Um, I have been waiting for the bus for 30 minutes I have been driving for three hours these verbs are very they take a long time to do they're not something that happens quickly so I want you to see these long verbs of long duration as the most common i mean the the only verbs we use really with perfect continuous, both present, perfect continuous and past perfect continuous it 's the same verbs that you see in both perfect continuous uh, and even in future perfect continuous which in fact is incredibly rare and we'll talk about it in a second but with these perfect continuous tenses um, you really don't see them very often and you only see them used with certain verbs and you only really need the have been doing or the had been doing when you are saying how long usually that's when it's necessary anyway I agree there's a couple of other there are a couple of other situations but the most common situation is when you're talking about how long something had been going on for in relation to a past moment or something has been going on for in relation to the present moment, okay? So that's present and past tenses and they're the ones I want you to focus on because future tenses, in my opinion, are nowhere near as strict as present and past tenses and what I mean is if you use the wrong tense with present and past it will sound wrong. Yeah, if you use past simple instead of present perfect, you will sound mistaken. Um, and I don't think that that's so much the case with the future tenses. I actually think you could use will or going to without thinking about plans or spontaneous decision. I think you can use them interchangeably and very few people would even consider that you have made a mistake. Occasionally you might sound a little bit unnatural, but really will and going to are both acceptable in almost any situation. And this is why future tenses in English are a lot easier. And I think you will notice that your teacher will very rarely correct you when you use a future tense because really... There's nothing wrong with saying, I will do my homework, I'm going to do my homework. Um, I will see him tomorrow, I'm going to see him tomorrow. Although I do agree that going to is more likely for a plan, and will is more likely for a spontaneous decision. But please be aware that really, there's nothing wrong with using one or the other. Now, as for the other tenses, will do, will be doing, continuous, will have done, perfect, continuous you only really see will be doing and will have done when you're using the preposition by and a time expression. Yet yeah, by the end of the week, by the end of the month, by next Monday. Yet yeah, you only see those two tenses consistently when you are talking about a definite future moment but that's really quite rare and there's nothing wrong with saying you know um, this time next week um, I will do it instead of this time next week I will be doing it there's not really anything wrong and this is why I want you to remember future tenses as the easier tenses and you can see that we're just we're much less strict with future tenses present and past are um, harder to get right because if you get the wrong tense it will sound wrong there's often there are often two or three options available. I wanna point that out. It's not only one option every single time. Quite often you could use two or three different tenses. But present and past tenses, it's far more common that students make mistakes with those two. With the, well, with those eight tenses, yeah, the past in four aspects and the present in four aspects. It's those tenses that cause far more problems okay we 'll leave it there for today 's podcast. I hope that that has helped you memorize some of the uh, nuances of the tenses, and of course, you will not improve unless you um, unless you speak these tenses unless you practice speaking with a partner who tells you whether you 're getting them right or whether you 're getting them wrong. So please go and find yourself a, a partner or a teacher or something like that and practice speaking the tenses. And all you need to do is retell a story, retell a book, retell a film that you've watched, and that will help you get the hang of the tenses. Okay, thanks everybody for listening. I hope that you'll all be here for podcast number eight.